Welcome to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to build a world-class service business from the dirt up. And now your host, Mark Stoner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Blue Collar Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Stoner, and I am a year older. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. My birthday was yesterday. And that my podcast is coming to you late because we had too long of a party at my house and I could not get the people to go, which I didn't want them to go. And I ran out of time to do my podcast. So bear with me, 54 years old. And uh, with people over the house past midnight, I normally do my podcast on Thursdays, somewhere around 6, 7, 8 p.m. Once a day is calmed down, I kind of do a reflection and Man, last night I just couldn't do it, so it's a day late. Uh, so I really I love Facebook at this at this time because so many people do such nice things. So everybody wish happy birthday! Thank you so much. My pastry chef for our chocolate company made me a chocolate cake to take home, and he spent a lot of time on it. He is one; he's wonderful, and it's a peanut butter chocolate cake. So I you know, loaded up in the car, I'm driving and somebody hits hard brakes in front of me and I have to slam on the brakes real hard and it's, it sails off into the floor, flips over and just kind of wrecks it. And I got it back out and, you know, we kind of dressed it up and, and I said, you know, this is actually a perfect analogy of my body at 54. You know, I still taste good, but I'm a little bit wrecked. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not quite all 100% beauty contest right now. And so it was a great party. A bunch of people came over. Uh, my bud, guy works for me. He's been with me for a long time. Matt, he cooked. He was on the grill for us. And poor guy, it just stormed on him out there for a couple hours. And I mean, it, and I don't really have a cup. I've got a sunshade over that area, but I don't have it really waterproof. And he was out there just cooking for everybody. Then he's a lot bigger guy than I am. So I didn't have a raincoat for him. So we put like a towel over him. And then I found a raincoat, but he couldn't zip it up. And then we put a, like a Kroger bag over his head while he, while he grilled for everybody. And, He's just a trooper, and we had a great event, so that was fun. I've started a physical therapy uh, process because of my neck, and I'm telling you, I had a pinched nerve. It's kind of funny, their sales process, when I go into this physical therapy place. I go in, and you know they, you, they go through and do x-rays and a bunch of stuff. Then they have the evaluation, which is the sales process, right? So I go in and there's a picture of a, a x-ray of a skull sitting up there, a neck and a skull, because I'm in there for, you know, neck and shoulder issues. And I'm thinking it's the picture of like the person before me. It's just kind of left up there. And it's a, I don't know what to compare it to, but it looks okay. I don't know if there's problems with it or anything. Well, come to find out that's kind of the sales, the perfect neck, the perfect angle, the perfect neck bones, the perfect head structure. Must have been some like dancer with real long lines and everything was perfect and never really had to definitely didn't have to live a blue collar life. So then they put up my my x-ray of my head and neck. And oh my God, you it looked like Frankenstein up there. My neck is a lot thicker. My neck bones are way thicker. They're not nice and square. They're rectangle with jags off of all edges of them. Um 
I'm kind of crooked. I'm kind of crooked to the side. And then the nice angle on your neck that's supposed to angle back. Mine doesn't. It's straight up. And in fact, the very top of it is angling forward. You see, and he's like, and it's just like, so you see this, how it's supposed to be, and this, how you are. Yeah, everything is messed up. You see how this is supposed to be and how you are. Yeah, this is messed up. It was just over and over and over how messed up my head, neck, and shoulders are. And I, I got tired of it a little bit. Again, I, I, you know, I don't like somebody calling the baby ugly forever and they just keep going, yeah, this is wrong and this is wrong. And you're about to have, you know, your pinch nerve here and, or you've got a, you know, no cartilage here and there. And, and, uh, so it was quite the sales technique. I knew here come the sales. So sure enough, I got to go to like 30, 30, uh, episodes or 30 therapy sessions to get the curve back in my neck and get the muscles. Got to have trigger point injections done and all this kind of rehab basically. Cause you know, it, it, it was a long time coming. Just what happened to me the other day was just eventually going to happen because, you know, I'm doing a lot of working out, but I'm not doing the other side of working out, which is the stretching, the massages, the chiropractic. And so, you know, he showed me how a bunch of my, you know, muscles and skeleton, everything is kind of real strong on one side, but then real weak on the other side, which would be kind of the other side of the muscle. So I've got to do a better job of really taking care of the whole, the whole Mark Stoner. So that was really interesting and also made me feel kind of crappy. Uh, what else is, did I do? I did a long motorcycle ride. Um, Terry and I went down to uh, Boone, North Carolina and did some really great rides over the 4th of July. And during those rides, like one of my favorite things to do is listen to uh, books and podcasts and things. So I I put, I've got some head, a headset, like noise canceling headset that goes under my helmet. And I really just listen. And then I think you guys know this, but on the Audible app, if you're using Audible to listen to books, on the Audible app, in the upper right hand corner is what looks like a little car. And you click that. And if you're driving, it clicks up a thing that's like a rewind 30 seconds. And then it looks like a little ribbon on the side. That's the clip feature. So whenever you're trying to remember a book, you just hit the clip feature and it'll mark that book. And then you go back and, and it's kind of the highlight so you can retain the knowledge. Well, when I'm driving a motorcycle, I use that clip feature all the time so I can go back. And, you know, when I have an aha moment or I hear something, I, I, hit, I clip a lot of stuff. And then like today before the podcast, going back through part two of The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, you know, I listen back through my clips of things that I want to make sure I hit on. So that's kind of how I I do it. Uh, lastly, before I get into the podcast, um, I've had a lot of people contact me for my Blue Collar Gold University. And we've got several people going through it. It's really a one-on-one -on -one thing. You can bring up to five people. And I don't know why so many people have found out about it. I really haven't been advertising hardly at all. Uh, because I'm really already too busy to do it right now. That, eventually, I'd love to do it all the time and have and blow it up to different levels. And I'm going to do a, I'm about finish with an online version of it. But it, for me to take two days with a company, I love doing it. But I've got so many things going on right now; it's very hard to do that. But people find out about it and they're coming. And if you, it's interesting to you, I'll probably take a couple more clients. You know, before. 
our busiest season hits or, you know, I take a couple of clients a month on it at the most. But if you're interested, shoot me an email, mark at markstoner.com. And I will, you know, get you some information. It's a two day event in Nashville. I do it on your time. You can bring up to five of your people all for the same price. And then uh, we kind of, we structured a little bit to what you need, but then I also have a curriculum we go over. And when you're done, you've got a really solid five-year plan of, you know, what you need to do, what you don't need to do, uh, how fast can you grow, what's the commitment going to be, what's the profit level, what's it look like for the owner, just all the stuff. And it's super helpful for people to go through it and see it and and work with me because I can help you miss a lot of heartaches along the way. I Everybody that comes within the first two hours of spending time at my shop, it's already paid for itself. It, it's instantly gratifying. And if you put anything of, I'm going to show you into effect, I don't care what kind of business you are, not, not just chimney, because we've got landscape companies, we've had film companies, pest control companies, uh, gutter companies. We've had all kinds of companies come through and everybody can benefit from it. So if you're interested, not really advertise it yet. Down the road, I'll do more of it. But right now, I've only got a couple slots. And I think it's really taken off right now because so many people in blue collar are so busy, but they're trying to figure out how do you handle it? How do you do it? It's almost like, you know, they see the big salmon run coming down the river, but their net's not big enough. And they, they wish their net was big enough faster to catch all the salmon. And that's kind of what we do at uh, Blue Collar Gold University. All right, so let's wrap up part two of the book that was uh, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Again, I read that a couple of years ago, and I'm rereading it now. Just such gold information in it. And I want to talk about some of the chapters and things he talked about. Um, he was talking about one of the things called the money tree, which was saving money. And a lot of people in blue collar are, are making more money than they ever have. Their company has more income, more flow, more work than ever. And I see a lot of guys buying a lot of stuff. So that can be super dangerous. Like one, you better be putting money away. We've got a really, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff happening right now. It's a banner year, but I see guys spending banner money too. So make sure. You're putting the right amount away. You know, again, a base number is like 10%. You have 10% of your gross and savings um, at all times and rolling money off the top, always kind of tithing to yourself is what they call it in this book. You must tithe to yourself, tithe to your business and grow that income for a rainy day because I promise you a rainy day is coming. We don't know when or where. And right now we are just the hay and the sunshine are all happening. So understand these are cyclical and understand what was probably coming on the other side of the cycle. Uh, that being said, uh, make sure, well, he was talking about the majority of millionaires um, are our first, you know, first generation millionaires. So they probably weren't taught how to handle money. They weren't taught how to do it. They kind of invested in themselves and they taught themselves how to handle money. So, you know, personal and business financials, uh, Dave Ramsey said it's 80% behavior and really 20% knowledge. You got to get your behavior in, in uh, check or you'll spend all the money you make. You can make record years and then have nothing to show for it. So 
He also had a really interesting thing he said. He said, money management is mostly about maturity. And what he means by that is adults devise a plan um, and they stick to it. You know, they devise a money plan and they stick to it. They devise a budget and they stick to it. Children, they do what feels good. And that's how a lot of business owners manage their money. Just whatever feels good, whatever they want to buy. They got a bunch of money in the chicken account. Let's buy some fun stuff, go on vacation, give myself a raise. Um, if, and so it's kind of what feels good. So make sure you've got a really good plan for your money. Uh, also, the, the, the formula that they talk about in this book that makes the compound effect was was this choices lead to behaviors done long enough become habits that over time over time compound into results let me say it one more time choices lead to behaviors done long enough become habits that over time compound into results the biggest problem is people don't make the good choices over time long enough when they're not paying off. A lot of the choices that we make are, like we talked about last week, almost imperceptible gains sometimes. And we're going to talk about momentum in a minute, but you know, when you don't have momentum, you don't keep it up either and you quit. And I see it happening all of the time. People try to hire people. You know, I consulted with a, a group not long ago and I told them to do certain things and they did one of the things and it didn't really work out because I like buying cheaper vehicles, right? I like buying, you know, buy what you can afford. Don't overextend. And sometimes when you buy a cheaper vehicle, you get stung on it. It's not a great thing. And, you know, I've bought a lot of cheap vehicles and sometimes they're total lemons. But overall, you know, we you look at the vehicle and you can get a, a, a couple of years out of it. And sometimes you, that's all you need. And, you know, a person I was talking to, they, whatever they bought was immediately a piece of trash. And they bought, tried to buy something else and it, they didn't check it well enough and it was all rotten underneath it. And then it makes it look like my, my uh, advice isn't sound, but it is sound. But you've got to make sound decisions too when using my advice. Um, Jim Rohn had something really interesting, a funny, a, a great quote. And if you want to read great leadership and a thought leader, he's no longer with us, but he's an amazing, amazing uh, person. He, he said this, formal education will make you a living, which is fine, but self-education will make you a fortune, which is super fine. And I love that. I, this, you know, part of the book is all about self-education and what you do with it and what you don't do with it. And if you watch any habits of people, and I'm going to do some stats here in a minute, but that's the difference. It's just the difference in their extra time, what they do with it. Brian Tracy called it an E versus E ratio. And it's kind of talking about, you know, to be aware of how you behave. And E versus E is entertainment versus education ratio. He said the bottom 80% of people in, in the U.S. are really entertainment based. You know, that's where they spend their extra time, whether it be on their phone, on Facebook, on, on watching movies, watching TV, watching the news, listening to music. You know, listen to things that are more entertainment based. 
Um, they're reading for entertainment. They're re- they're listening for entertainment. They're watching for entertainment. They're going to entertainment things. We love that. But the top 20 focus on educational things. They go to conferences. They listen to books. They read books. They watch YouTube videos to change how they are not to be entertained. They do things over and over and over to educate themselves and said, so therefore, if you want to be in the top 20% of your uh, profession or whatever you do, change that ratio, the entertainment to education ratio and, and educate all the time. It will absolutely be the thing that propels you to the top of whatever industry you're in. When I watch the most successful people Yes, we have to have some entertainment. Yes, I have to I have to be able to take a break. I can't listen to business books all the time. You know, on this big trip, I finished up my my book, you know, for the compound effect, but I also started listening to something that I find very entertaining, which is there's a book out there called Ready Player One. Now they made a movie out of it and they totally ruined the movie. It has nothing to do with the book. If you're a eighties kid like I was, you know, I was a teenager in the eighties. And I know a lot of my listeners are a lot younger. I think my main demographic is 24 to 34 year olds. So this is way, this probably won't affect you. This is for the old guys. That, that book, or, you know, the, the audible is so, it talks about our generation so much and all the things we did. And I love, I've listened to that book three times and it's just, it takes my brain somewhere totally different, all entertainment. And I, and I will do that from time to time, but in general, I am, you know, 80% of my time is education and doing educational things because I just get a lot of, of, of joy out of it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in that same, that same way. So just, you know, and hopefully you're not listening to me for entertainment. Like, yeah, I can be entertained and funny, of course, but I hopefully I'm educational and, and you, if you do something with this information. So that was interesting. The E versus E ratio by Brian Tracy, entertainment versus education. Next, um, the difference between the, the world and my world. That is, that goes back to entertainment and what you choose to, to watch and put in your brain. And he, he says, you know, if you really want to solve all of the world's problems, you know, all the crime, all of the, you know, racial issues, all of the social issues, everything that, that is going wrong in the world, it's simple. You do one thing, you hit the off button. You turn off the social media madness and the, the, the media madness period because that's how they make their money to make the world look crazy. They don't make their money to make the world look good. But in general, the world is good. But if you get yourself tied up in that news and the politics and the everything that's wrong and in all the things you can't control, your life will be miserable. And in this part, they say, make sure you can control your world. My world is the most important world. The sphere around me, the sphere that I try to influence and make better. And, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. So there's those out there that no matter what you do, they are not going to like it or they're going to find an ulterior motive for why you're trying to do stuff. Who cares? I don't care at all. I have developed a a freaking thick skin. And in fact, the more haters I get, the more I kind of like it because I 
I know I'm on a path because at the same time, when you get more haters, you also get more people that will, will, you know, defend for you. And they're more, they're more, you know, in line with you because you are drawing a line. If you're always in the middle where everybody loves you, then, then you're not getting anywhere. So, um, in that I want to control my world, you know, I can't control the world. So I have to control my world best I can. You know, what do you focus on? If you're listening to this, do you focus on your world mostly or the world? Are you getting riled up on what's on Facebook or what's on the evening news or what's on your radio or or outside of what you can control what other people are doing? Are you really focused on your world around you and how good you can make that? That's how we do actually make the world a better place is to focus on your world and make it as you know rainbows and unicorns as you can. That's what really matters. The next chapter was talking about um, what he calls the big mo, which is momentum. And momentum can go either way. You know, momentum is hard to get started. He talks about being on a merry-go-round. And at first, it takes a lot of energy to start pushing that merry-go-round to get it to go. At first, it's a few steps and you're pushing, pushing, pushing. And then it starts to get easier and really go. And next thing you know, the world is worrying by and you barely have to put your foot down and to keep it going. Well, I can tell you that's what's happened with my chimney company. We've got, we have so much momentum. We're a freight train and anything I do I couldn't stop the momentum if I wanted to, but it just keeps going faster and faster. As long as I keep the track greased, as long as I watch my processes and keep me out of the way and and move bottlenecks out of the way, this thing has so much, much momentum. You know, we're up a tremendous amount over last year. And every year we've gone up a tremendous amount, millions and millions of dollars more every year. It's It's crazy momentum, but I also like starting businesses and watching momentum build. So, the two businesses that I've started over the last year that are starting to get momentum is my air conditioning company and my chocolate company. And the chocolate company is a year and a half old and we are really getting some momentum. And it's so exciting to watch all the people finding us. Next week, we're going to be on a TV show called Tennessee Crossroads on July 15th. And then we'll put it out on, on YouTube uh, once that becomes available over the weekend. And it's just more and more momentum. There's more articles. We've got three or four, um, you know, social media and um, and interviews for magazines to do over the next couple of weeks. And it's just, it's amazing to watch. And the air conditioning thing, we knew it would take off, but we had to figure it out. And now we've, we've added our third person to that division, you know, our second truck getting ready to, we could add our third and fourth truck pretty soon. We still have some things to figure out. So this busy season, we will do our best and, and try to tweak it. But next busy season will be double and then we'll be double again and double again. And, and that's going to be, I think that business can be way bigger than my chimney business, uh, you know, and give it 10 years for sure. So that's exciting to see momentum. So the point of this chapter was if you have momentum of sitting on the couch, uh, it's hard to change that. If you're overweight or you don't exercise or you don't eat right or whatever the situation is that might be holding you back, that's also momentum. That's what you've got to break and change. So when you get going and you've done it long enough, you just keep it going. When you, either way, so momentum can hurt you or help you. 
And they compared it also to like a rocket ship. You know, the, the majority of the rocket fuel is used in the first couple minutes of the rocket launching or getting off the ground. It's the same for business. It's so much energy to get it off the ground and get it going right and aimed right and changing. And a lot of times it's way more energy and money than you thought. But then once it gets going, it's it's an amazing thing. So, you know, getting something to move from zero is super hard and uses a ton of energy. So understand you've got to get that going. And sometimes you don't know when the momentum is going to kick in. It's invisible. It's just like I've talked about it, like my Blue Collar University, I've done it for years, but all of a sudden it's got some momentum that I'm not even trying to do at all. My chimney company, I always have a constant try for that. And the momentum of that is amazing. Um, chocolate is really starting to take off because there's two people making it happen. My daughter and me, and then we've got a pastry crew that makes the chocolates every day. We just support them. So momentum is key. If you're a new business owner listening to this, that that's where you make a lot of work. You make a lot of mistakes. You think the world can be against you sometimes. You think it's not going to work sometimes. More often than not, you know. But once it gets going, your life can really change after you've you've got these kind of things in place. Let's see. So again, on momentum, it kind of talked about how the rich get richer, the lucky get luckier, and sometimes the poor get poorer. You know, I have some friends that have some really poor poor decision-making and poor, uh, you know, daily habits that just keep them poor. I mean, I still love them, but you watch them work, you watch them do their thing, and there's just no way their life is going to change because they are stuck in their ways. And I can tell them, I can, you know, I can beg them, I can show them, but if you don't make the choice to change those things that keep you down, um, there's nothing anybody can do. And, you know, the rich get richer, the lucky get luckier, but the poor get poorer. So what, if you're on the poor side, I promise you a thousand percent, it is your daily habits. It's either what you are doing or what you aren't doing that is keeping you there. If you're rich, I promise you got some great habits. If you're rich and getting richer, you've got some habits that just work. You probably have bad habits too. I mean, it's not like everybody's perfect, but you've got a couple habits that you do over and over and over, and it just works. And you may be in the middle of that. You may be just gaining momentum. You're like, hey, last couple of years, I'm really starting to gain momentum. What am I doing and keep doing more of it? You know, there's a lot of young guys listening to this podcast that are probably starting to get momentum. And um, that's very important that you watch what you're doing good, minimize what you're not doing well, and again, the compound effect is keep doing more of the good stuff. It's literally that simple. Um, also, you know, to wrap up, he talks about enrolling in Drive Time U, Drive Time University. And I, you're, you're probably listening to this in your vehicle. Great chance that you're driving around listening to it. I know that's what I do. I can't wait for my my morning drives. I can't wait for my long road trips. I I. Every one of my vehicles is a university, and I've learned more sitting in my vehicle than I have ever sitting in a college classroom or ever sitting in a conference. 
I have learned I've hundreds and hundreds. I think I'm I'm probably close to 900 books at this point. Business development, business marketing, self development, leadership. I mean everything you can think of. Marketing. I'm always listening and always making notes and always hoping to get better myself. And and you just those books when you when you enroll in Drive Time University and you enroll in yourself at all times and help your people enroll in themselves everything changes and everything gets the right compounding effect to be easier to handle to be able to handle problems to be able to thrive in this life this life is hard and getting harder so you got to build up armor man you've got to build up a shield you got to build up a rainbow and a and a and a and a, a, a defense against the world the way you do that is education the way you do that is good habits and helping yourself, you know, make sure you're exercising some, make sure you're putting good food in your body, make sure you're exercising that brain and you're, you're feeding that brain with the good stuff so that it's a shield against all of the crap. And then wherever you have a chance to keep the crap out of your life, keep it out of your life. I don't care if it's a, I don't watch crazy movies that are super like, uh, violent. I don't want that in my brain. I don't want lyrics of music that are just crap i don't want to watch news that's just garbage i i want to learn and be entertained and and in in a positive way i want to i want to put things through my brain that that is overall good for me because everything you put through your brain becomes part of you positive or negative it becomes it's inside you so you've got to have that defense against bad stuff getting inside you know and and then you can be, you can almost rise above the crap is, is what it is because you've, you've got, you've filled yourself with such good stuff, garbage in, garbage out, but good in and good out is how it works. Well, guys, again, thank you for all of you that, you know, wish me happy birthday. And I love, you know, it was, it was a great year. I, I'm definitely feeling uh, some things. So I'm not going to talk about that. I mean, I have talked about a decent amount because I've been in pain, but you know, it, it's just real life. And um, it also helps me appreciate all the people around me and so many people saying good things and, and how, you know, I may have helped them or may I, how I may have inspired them. Make sure you're telling the people around you the good stuff. Make sure you're appreciative of them. And, and uh, you know, you don't want to wait till somebody passes and you're like, oh man, I wish I would have told them this or that. Man, be a blessing to people every day. Go out there and do good. All right, guys, that's my time. I hope you have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or any place that you listen to podcasts. More information is also available at markstoner.com.